0: Passe-temps, passe partout, pas pour nous. Les cœurs qui défilent, je me perds dans tes repères, dans tes lignes, que tu délignes du haut des toi La tâche sur ton plafond, je l'ai fixée sans trop de raison. Elle Me rappelle quand passent les saisons. Ce moment partagé où tu m'as ravagé, Je suis tombée sous tes mains À peine le temps d'un refrain Infantile, j'ai cru bien faire Et tout cela pour te plaire Je ne suis plus la même. Depuis que tu as griffé Des images d'horreur Dans le creux de mes pensées Et mes J'étais sous les ongles la force d'avoir gratté Mon jean à hauteur de mes mollets Le battement de ton cœur Qui martèle l'autel Des mots que je n'ai pas pu te dire Je suis tombée sous tes mains À peine le temps d'un refrain Infantile, j'ai cru bien faire Et tout cela pour te plaire Je me pose la question Si j'ai vraiment dit non Quand t'as crié mon nom J'ai perdu la raison Un souvenir, ton odeur, boisé sur mes draps, que tu as souillé la larme qui coule sur ma joue. Elle ne sèche plus, j'ai essayé, j'ai essayé. Mais le battement du lit, chante un hymne à ton humeur. Et t'es parti, et j'ai peur. Car je suis tombée sous tes mains À peine le temps d'un refrain Infantile, j'ai cru bien faire Et tout seul la peau te pleure Je suis tombée sous tes mains À peine le temps d'un refrain Infantile, j'ai cru bien faire Et tout seul, là, pour te plaire, pour te plaire, te plaire, pour te plaire, te plaire. Je ne suis plus la même depuis que tu as greffé des images d'horreur dans le creux. De mes pensées
1: mes That was absolutely lovely. How are you doing today, guys? My name's Felix. I am back for another episode of uv Radio Live Sessions. I'm seated here with the lovely Angelique. Hi. How are you doing today?
2: I'm pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good? Yeah.
1: So what was that song you just played? That was... French.
2: That was in French, I French. Am French. Okay, nice. I um, thought it was French. I'm from Paris. Um, Enchanté, you can't really hear Enchanté, it right Enchanté now.
1: Mademoiselle. Enchanté. Enchanté. Mm.
2: <laughs> um so that song is is actually um the second song I ever wrote. Uh, and it's it's quite personal, so it's not about me, but it's about um so it's about sexual violence. Ah, I see. It's about um something that happened to one of my friends and that was a reaction to it. Um, but the more I started writing it the more I realised it was a bit about every single story every girl I know has told me um, and especially because I was raised in Paris and you know in Paris you don't walk as a girl alone at night you just don't do it
1: is that in just um, certain neighbourhoods or no just everywhere. everywhere like I would never really? I would
2: never walk home at night at all. and it's just you're kind of used to when you grow up to like guys calling you a whore or, or like in the middle of the street or like hissing you or like grabbing your ass in public and all those things, like they continuously happen. And what I wanted to show in that song, is this this sentence called, like infantile, j'ai voulu plaire. And that means like a child, I just wanted to please you because I was scared of what you were going to think of me. And that's what I notice a lot. And the people I know that have experienced that is that you kind of get stuck in that thing where you don't want to say no or be outspoken or you know slap the hand off your ass because you're scared of making a scene and that puts you in a really odd position um so that's kind of what I wanted to mirror that song and which is why it's quite an emotional one to sing um it's probably why I did in French too because I know that if I perform it here it's no one really understands it so I don't have to be that vulnerable Mm um um but yeah, and it's, uh, and I also quite like that I wrote it with a ukulele because it's such a serious subject. And yeah, I quite exactly. like the lightness of the, of the, uh, the, of like the instruments. And I, and I asked my friends, my like friends who don't understand French, uh, when they heard it, what did they think? And like, oh, it sounds like a love song.
1: It does sound like a love song. That's what I was And thinking. that's what
2: I wanted. I wanted it to sound like it was a love song because it's what you're kind of, push to do you push to accept like all those things on you all the time and I wanted that contrast of something really awful that happens to a lot of women every day and having this kind of like traditional like cute like uh I'm a woman uh, you know I don't have any opinions or whatever it's kind of fine I won't say anything I wanted that contrast in itself
1: yeah I definitely felt that yeah I was just thinking like (laughs) I had goosebumps and I was like oh this is a beautiful little ballad about love or something and it's it's French, so it just sounds airy and light and like, oh, this is beautiful.
2: Yeah, it is nuts. <laughs> and
1: yeah, it turns out it's about sexual violence.
2: Yeah, it was actually, Um, I until a few weeks ago, I never released anything um, on social media ever. And a friend of mine, uh, we got together and we did a short, like, uh, music video, live music session video for that song. And I published it. And, and then it kind of hit me that I published it on the internet where a lot of my friends are French. Mm-hmm. and um, my mom phoned me. Uh, and she was like... Cause she, knew, right, she, knew, she knew she She knew about the song, right? She knew about uh, what it was about and stuff, so she knew why I wrote it for my friend and stuff. But she's like, I've been... Ha- I've been you know, all the family members have been phoning me all morning, <laughs> asking me if you had, like, suffered from that. And I just thought I spoke quite a lot to, like, my family being, like, nosy and it yeah, not even yeah. about worrying if I was okay. It was kind of like, mm, tell me what happened. Um, so there was... I didn't even think about that, so it was a bit. Um, I got a lot of messages asking me if I was alright, um, but I'm actually and quite. And then you're
1: like, you're like, don't ask me that question. I'm oh. ab- I'm absolutely fine.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I I wanted to break a bit of taboo around it because it's something that so many girls experience a lot. Like one out of five women, you know. And I just
1: has been sexually abused.
2: Yeah, mm. and I mean, of course, the quote is. Um, it's so hard to get like the actual numbers because there's so many moments where the victim's not going to speak uh what is considered sexual violence and people are think something's okay when it's actually not okay there's it's a really blurry blurry line and a lot of
1: the cases that do get reported just like it's always he said she said yeah and, and then unless you have some kind of like
2: damning evidence so you have, to, yeah. so or you have like, to get like dna and obviously like it's when you've just gone for that you don't really want to go to a doctor and get you know Samples taken out of you to, to check no, out. Exactly.
1: You don't need another person digging around. No, yeah, no. it's, it's not, just, it's you know, body. and
2: I and no. I just kind of wanted to, to break the taboo around that and just talk about it quite openly because it's about time that we realized that it's not like, you know, people don't have to stay in silence after that happened. And I just thought like maybe if any girl can kind of relate to this and and feel it a little bit stronger through that, like then my, my fucking jump is done. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my way you know, talking about the subject that's been overbearing our, my whole life as a woman. So yeah, that was that. Was that.
1: <laughs> yeah, guys really don't appreciate it enough. Like I always, whenever I hear these stories, it's like, oh yes, I know this to be true. And mm-hmm. like, I'm somebody who has kind of, you know, lived, existed within a modern 21st century left-wing university culture in Amsterdam. Yeah. Especially, which is yeah. like, is pretty much exposed or knowledgeable as like a guy can get about this topic. Mm and I still don't think about it yeah, near enough and it's like it's, it's just something It's
2: hard to wrap your head around it because exactly, it's something yeah. like you don't have to fear like if you go in the metro and someone's looking at you a little bit weird you don't have to feel like oh god I really don't want him to follow me like I don't know what's going to happen and that's always on your brain all the time yeah. I felt that especially in Paris like when I moved to the UK it definitely went down so I think it's very much related to Paris but I was talking to my brother who's like my older brother and he told me the moment he understood what women were going through because he was it was like two in the morning and he's walking back home and there was this girl in front of of him and he could see her start getting a bit stressed and then he saw her put her keys in between her fingers mm. and he understood like oh she's scared of me right now and that hit him he was like wow i don't want to edit her like i don't want to do her any harm but the fact that i'm a man i'm behind her at night there's something in her that's like a fight or flight thing that got kicked in and so my brother kind of stopped, and he was like, "All right, I know, I get it. I'm going to stop walking. And that makes you feel safer." And he just kind of like sat back until like the girl could just walk and be fine with it. But and he—that's a
1: funny situation as well because, like, he he couldn't do anything in that situation except just literally stop walking and yeah. let her walk away. Like, if he goes, "Oh no, it's fine. I'm 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 not a rapist," she'd be like,
3: and that, "Get away from and you, you would, rapist!" Absolutely. Like that's
1: exactly what rapists would say. Yeah, you know? exactly.
2: And and I think that's that's. I, he came to me afterwards, and he was like, "Okay, I get it." I get why you're taking a taxi every time you go home It's like I'm really sorry I never understood that mm. um, so yeah that's kind of a hint to my like teenage years and growing up in France um, so it's my way of it. like I guess being a little bit of an activist on, on, in that way
1: we're all activists in our own little way yeah
2: we mm. yeah but I always thought I was never doing enough you know and I think if free music I can kind of do something that'd be nice that's
1: beautiful yeah Yeah, I love the ukulele as well because whenever I hear that I always <laughs> think of um I forget this guy's name now. He's like the really fat Hawaiian yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, over the rainbow. Israel. Kamaki, Israel, Kamakama, comedian, something <laughs> like that. Yeah,
2: but we all know who i Kamakama,
1: we You
2: remember the the video of him? Yeah, Singing of course.
1: It? That like that's that video has gone me through some tough times.
2: Yeah. Really? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's like my go-to sad video. <laughs> Nice. Oh, one, one of my. You know, like two what they did videos. for,
2: because obviously he died, and it was like yeah, a tradition yeah, 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 of yeah. putting out a bow with flowers, and it was like a really beautiful funeral yeah, in the water yeah. and stuff.
1: They have like ten hour loops of that on YouTube. Really? Yeah, they're great. Why <laughs>
2: <Just, seriously. laughs> wow, did you watch the whole ten
3: hours? Whack
1: it on in the morning, <laughs> like here we go, big day.
2: <laughs> you know the amount of time someone, is like, oh my god, play like somewhere over the rainbow, and all will just make a point like no. Because that's fuck, the, fuck the... first. It's like when someone has the guitar and I ask them to play, like, Wonderwall. It's the equivalent of Wonderwall and thing ukulele. I think
1: Wonderwall. Is, like, that's the thing, though. Wonderwall is an amazing song. And, like, I will always support people playing Wonderwall in any context whatsoever. Oh. I completely stand by it. I'm a huge Oasis fan.
2: Interesting I, I stand point. by okay. it to my death. Okay. Always. Okay. I mean, no, no one ever says it's a bad song. It's just probably the song you've heard the most in your life.
1: It is, but, like... For me, it's like a cyclical thing, you know. Like that, we sometimes I hear it. And I'm like, oh, wonderful. Other times, I hear it. I'm like, fuck yeah, wonderful.
2: Okay. No, then I like a good cover. I like if someone brings a bit of their, you know, their attitude and their shit to it. But if it's just like, man, man, like, no,
1: come on. Gonna be the one that saves me. Uh, when I was at the Black Swan two weeks ago, this was uh, we were talking about this earlier because uh, Angelique studied in Bath, which is next to Bristol. And my friend is currently there right now. And uh, I went to this club called the Black Swan. Grimy. Grimy.
2: Grimy as AF. <laughs> grimy AF. Yeah, yeah. like, There's nails <laughs> in the toilet doors. Like
1: yeah, exactly. Like you think like sewing clubs in Amsterdam, like, oh, the school is kind of grimy. No. No, it's no. clean. It's, That's like. It's clean and it's like, it's, it's like European grimy. Yeah, you know, it's, it's well like, thought out. Exactly. And... It's like dirty, but it's yeah. not grimy. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, there the... were two
2: people stabbed. Like, at the at the Black Swan. Really? Like, two days before I went there. Like, that's when my friend was like, just maybe don't wander off the club by yourself. <laughs> and
1: I was like, cool, nice. Like, didn't, do that. didn't affect the turnout whatsoever. No, like, it was a really good <laughs> night. If anything, there was more people there. Oh, like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what you want. A bit of attraction, a bit of a live murder, you know? I'm not gonna...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a story to tell. You come home for the weekend, your parents like, yeah, I was this club where uh, this dude got stabbed <laughs> last Thursday. It's like fuck yeah you're right like you could
2: <laughs> we're super allowed to swear on this we're, is like
1: super allowed super if allowed Everything is it's fucking encouraged well fucking not great. really I mean the university they have they have some oversight over our content but very 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 limited yeah okay cool. like we like to maintain an independent radio station here you know yeah it's very know? important for the content <laughs> but yeah so the black swan so I was there uh, two weeks ago for the night of donk for those of you listeners who don't know about donk music do you know about donk music you didn't know about about it it's pretty it's pretty niche subgenre of british music which is just coming into shape Um, but it's like pop songs with really hard beats on it that's all you need to know i feel
2: feel like until i've seen like finished product
1: you'll listen to it like i'll send you some links and whatnot and playlists but um the first time you listen to it you'll be like what the fuck is this and then the fifth time you listen to it, you'll be, like, dancing around in the shower, Okay, so it gets like, a bit of, bit of used to. You have to get used to it. It's also very British in the way that it works of, like, yeah. it's kind of, I don't want to say it, like, it is kind of shit. Like, not really, but, like, we, like, it's, it's enjoyed in, like, an ironic,
2: yeah, I know. semi-ironic I know what, way, like you know what I mean? It's, like, the hardcore drum and bass, because, like, when I moved to the UK, right... My moving to the UK was complicated because was, I was Otherwise 17. Is. And mum was like, oh, we'll go by a car. It'd be great. The whole family together. It's going to be nice. And I don't know what happened during the summer. You ended up at a and festival. I, <laughs> I think I was a bitch to my mother. She was like, Angel, I found this really, really great bus that leaves from Paris at 10 at night. And then you have to take the ferry. So I ended up, like, at 17, my brother, like, five suitcases, have to go on a fucking bus then go on a ferry, but we missed the ferry because this guy in my bus had coke on him. So we all had to wait outside in freezing cold. And then I ended up going to London on the bus, then having to take another train to get to Bath. I hadn't slept, apart from like five minutes on a table on the ferry. And I got there. And there were literally, like, five English dudes, like, topless with, like, fucking drum and blaze blasting out.
3: And I was just there,
2: like, honestly, like, shaking of being so tired and cold. The boys. And the boys were like, lots, 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 Just, like, chugging beer. And I was like, don't Don't leave me here. The boys
1: are here. They're going to swim everybody over the channel.
2: Yeah, that was, that was um, an intense first introduction. And I ended up not sleeping at all and straight going into Freshers' Week, where Hodor from Game of Thrones actually DJed. Hodor. Yeah
1: was this this was before he died
2: that was before he died didn't, in the tv no. show
1: he didn't die in real life
2: yeah no no i'm worried he didn't die. i don't know if i think it was it was before yeah he was still
1: yeah i think he died in like 2016
2: no then it was afterwards it was afterwards yeah Really? yeah my first uni was 2016 2017 so must have been after that
1: Maybe, maybe no. I think it was after that. I think okay, it was yeah. After that, yeah, because it would have been a big story as well. Like it's if Hodor like... come back from the dead to play a set. Yeah, probably. was it? How was it set?
2: I'm not gonna lie. I can't
1: really remember it. <laughs>
2: not I gonna... was a bit sloshed. Still
1: a bit cat, of... <laughs> It's set No, no. <laughs> mom. No, sambuca. no. I've never tried it.
2: Sambuca. I've only, never again. I've only tried sambuca. It's a evil. Few times. It's evil. Had it for a week. Never again. Evil.
1: I kind of feel that way about Jägermeister these days because yeah. I used to when I was a when I was a first year I was so into Jaeger I would turn Everyone up to is, every priest with bomb. a fucking bottle of Jaeger that was like my thing mm. and then by like third year I was like you know what I'm not even enjoying this that much anymore
2: yeah well, I mean, and just I got to serious a and switched to whiskey you know yeah what, what, what whiskey
1: JD Red Label no oh, sorry okay. J, J, Johnny Walker I don't know what I'm saying
2: okay Red Label is like the very basic yeah, like yeah. Monkey I mean, Shoulder gonna... like one ice cube and a cigar Monkey Shoulder yeah What is that? It's a really nice whiskey. Yeah, no, I had a friend who uh, worked uh, for Rachel Distribution, and he used to bring, like, Japanese whiskey and, like, really good Uh, bourbon whiskey, like, every other week, which was perfect. So I got quite into whiskey. So, yeah, up your whiskey game.
1: Apparently so. If you're
2: going to be serious about it.
1: I've tried Johnny Walker... The different labels. I haven't tried Blue Label yet. That's the real fancy, fancy one. Fancy one, yeah. Fancy one. <laughs> fancy it's a harsh one, you know. Fancy one, a good one. But yeah, <laughs> let's hear some more tunes. So you were telling me before we started recording, yeah, that you're actually partial to some improvisation.
2: I am. I am very fond of it. I started doing it with a few mates when we had a little bit of inhibition, inhibition, inhibition going. Inhib- in, in. Inebriated. Inebriated. Inebriated, state. inebriated
1: inhibition release. Yeah. That one.
2: That that one. I. Uh, and we were all kind of kind of like sitting around um, and I just met them at this point and I wasn't really doing music that much. I just enjoyed singing mm-hmm. uh, and someone started playing and I don't know why, but I started doing this whole song about how much I love sweat Swear. and everyone kind of joined in and it was like, just, just like. I think like 10 people just singing like sweaty sweat for like a solid 10 minutes.
1: I get quite sweaty actually. Yeah, you know, everyone does.
2: And I just thought we should celebrate that. And then I was like, I'm actually okay at this. And then every time we just chill my place, my friend just like throw tropes at me and we'll just
1: do it. Was this recently in Amsterdam you started doing this?
2: No, 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 it was back in the UK. Um, I only moved to Amsterdam uh, four months ago, five months ago. So oh, cool. uh, no, it was back, definitely back in the UK. Uh, and I've always wanted to do this. Um, and I want to learn, because I know how to do it better in English than in French, where I really want to go busking one summer and have people go like, okay, give me a story and I'll give you a song and just busk and make some money like that.
1: Give me €2.50.
2: Nah, I'm going to ask for more.
1: Ask for more? Yeah, come on. Like a 5 I'm not
2: doing Wonderwall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is original um, content. Original
2: content just for you. On the spot. Yeah.
1: To be fair, yeah, if you're going around, especially Paris in the summer. yeah. You get all these couples walking around, romantic yeah. shit, yeah. and they're like, hey there, young man, would you like me to play a song for yeah, your lovely girlfriend? And you love it, her, like, and he, can't, he can't say no.
2: No, no she's ugly. You I don't, say, no, don't do it. You could <laughs>
1: say, like, 90 euros, and he'd be like...
2: Nah, come on, come on. It's no, like, it's like the guy 90. who sells the roses. You have to have a price limit. Come
1: on. It'd be like... You could ask for 10, though.
2: No, you think? No, because I don't. Like, if I get even better, yeah? For now, I think I would ask for a solid five.
1: Five is easy. Yeah. Five's it's like nice. an easy
2: kind of, you know, it's in your mm. pocket anyway kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah.
1: That, that's, do you, that's a good one. Do,
2: If I want to do it, you have to give me a story.
1: Give you a story? You
2: have to give me a story. It's Like a story, a like, story or a feeling? It's kind of, you can go into story and specifics, but since I'm on the ukulele playing and thinking at the same time struggles a bit, so I'm going to go for just kind of an emotion or a situation.
1: All right. What about, um, give me a sec, put me on the spot here. All right, how about like you know that this isn't this isn't so much of a story, it's more of like the feeling something you had noticed happening uh-huh. with certain friends when you start to realize that 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 person maybe doesn't care as much about the friendship as you do, and some circumstances yeah. are happening yeah. which are pushing you apart and you're maybe making the effort but then you start to realize like like obviously you know you're really good friends but then maybe also you just have different ideas of what friendship should mean. Yeah, it should be. You know, and like it's, well, you see that you're like, growing apart a little bit. Man.
2: And like as a guy, like you, it's sometimes a bit hard to be like, I care about you, dude. Like, Yeah, yeah. girls can open can up you, about that more. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, especially like in the UK, like if you went up to your mate and be like, oh dude, like you've been you know, not seeing me lately, and you can, only, me. you
1: can only do it when you're on ecstasy. Yeah, in the exactly. Club. Like, mate, why don't we chill anymore, man? Like, I'm. I love you, you got, you got your girlfriend, and now, like, I just I barely <laughs> see you anymore. But yeah.
2: All right, cool. Um, see, <laughs> maybe give me like a name. Come on,
1: uh, I mean, you know says, this, like this is a personal friends.
2: experience. Come on, be honest. I don't want
1: to give any recent, be any recent. Honest. Be, oh, is that Georgia Smith? <laughs>
2: be Go on. Uh.
1: I'll give you like an old one because I don't want any recent friends getting called out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, Harry. All right, cool. Friend of mine from high school.
2: Okay, perfect. I can work with that.
1: Yeah. And funnily enough, he actually, last year when I started doing these podcasts, he was like listening to them more than anybody. Really? Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I hope he listens to this one, Harry. Don't be a dick.
1: Don't be a dick, Harry. Don't be a dick, Harry. (laughs)
0: Say this, I never thought we would change But hurry, my friend You've become so distant And I tried But I don't know how to salvage Harry, what did I do? Say that I miss you. Oh, Harry, why don't you call me back? I know we're just friends, but I feel like we're stuck in a set. other for 10 years and you met her once and now you never go i get it she's your first love and you want to spend all your time but dude would have been here every time pick up don't be surprised this time around i grew tired of all your games i get it she's a little bit sweeter you will regret it i swear you might not thinking right now but you will go back again and i won't pick up i won't pick up I won't pick up this time around I won't pick up I won't pick up I won't pick up this time around Harry, you've been friends And you fucked it in two months' time Oh, Harry If you don't call me by you can go fuck yourself right out. That's
1: Harry. That Heard was is. wonderful. I'd say that that was that was really good.
2: Thanks. Um definitely definitely thought very hard about Harry at this moment. Um so I feel like yeah, a so special, was I as well. Yeah, you know what, if you ever Harry, if you ever like like hit me up and be thought about you know. So if you ever hear this, you know. We need to have a chat about how you treat your friends.
1: Exactly. Yeah just selfishness you know <laughs> it's just a bit of that but it's funny cause, like i listening to you then brought back some of those like feelings but it was all from when i was like 18 you yeah know? but
2: that's when you have so much freaking emotions yeah, like you yeah, don't yeah. know what the hell happening they like, have hormones going all over and you're just like
1: i literally haven't given a shit about it for like five years and <laughs> you were singing there i'm like man he did i can't believe I-, he, I can't believe he didn't like you know come on holiday with me like that was so out of order like <laughs>
2: No, but I, I do that we to we were people. going
1: Cavos, man it was going to be sick like, McAloof dude we <laughs> went Cavos with another group of lads lads so
3: on tour <laughs> that's
1: actually what happened
2: yeah, yeah yeah, I've seen that happen you know like English people are quite like a cohesive cohort when it comes to the
1: yeah the going on tour is a sacred part of oh, our culture oh yeah lads sacred. on tour and people don't like so my friend he has like a house in Mallorca yeah and the last two years we've been there like on my birthday because it's like start of May so it's like a nice time to go and I'm always like, okay, let's go Magaluf, like, at least, like, three of the seven nights we're here. And then everybody's like, no, we're not going Magaluf. I'm like, guys, it's Lads. free. <laughs> Lads.
3: Lads. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it's really fun. Like, it's it's cool. But then we only end up going on my birthday. And then one of my friends, the guy who has the house, he refuses to even come on my birthday. He has like a principled stance against against. Magaluf.
2: Magaluf. I mean, I get it. Like you know, no, like most people I know, like just hate English tourists. I live in the center of Amsterdam, right? I'm in my bed, I'm chilling, and I hear them blast lads, lads in the middle of freaking street at like at, two like, in the morning. Yeah. And I'm just there, like oh god! I moved away from the UK to escape the lads, and they're following me everywhere I go.
1: You can't escape the lads.
2: Yeah, so maybe you can I'll change. To, like, i
1: to live with the lads.
2: Have a bit of catharsis. I'll go to Magaluf for a night and just like really take it all in to get away. Yeah, my... yeah, yeah.
1: It's like that's especially when you go and like we were going on like weekdays in May. Yeah, which is proper off season. So, so you there's see not many like people. such a spectrum of British society. So you see like mostly like old elder people. You know, like lots of grandmas and stuff yeah. on like also hen, a lot of hen and stag dudes. Mm. And with hen and stag dudes, you get like a really big age range yeah, as yeah. well. So you go out there and it's just, it's just such a fucking, <laughs> so wild. But we go out and like, yeah, I really get reminded of everything that is pretty disgusting about Brim. Yeah.
3: Well, it was a nice way. And like my friend
1: who refuses to go. Yeah. Like he's always like, nah man, cause Magalu is like ruining the island. It's disgusting. Oh, it's
2: like a semi It's like a cultural sense, thing that yeah. he's
1: like adopting and he's saying... And uh, yeah, he's just like trying to do that. And then I'm always like, and actually, a friend of mine here is from Palma. So he's from Mallorca. Okay. And I talked to him about it because I saw him like after I came back. And I was like, yeah, man, I was actually in Mallorca. I went yeah. to Magaluf. He's like, ah, oh, Magaluf. I love Magaluf. Me and my friends, I grew up in Magaluf. <laughs> man, I love Magaluf. All of us go Magaluf all the like, time. I'm like, wait, so the locals go Magaluf? He's like, yes, yes, of course, Magaluf. It's the best party. You go to the party. And I'm like, wait, so everyone in Magaluf doesn't like everyone in Mallorca doesn't mind Magaluf he's like no it's okay it's a bit disgusting but it's good that all the British and Tories they go to the same place you know and then it ends up being a good party and I told my friend my other so friend who to go and I was <laughs> like so your like whole principled starless thing about, about Mallorquin culture total nonsense you're just fucking pretentious and he's like yep. oh no I'm still not going I'm like
2: it's my birthday please like, Two you're Two years hurting my feelings I'm so offended <laughs> nice mm. cool perfect well I don't know like I I moved away from the UK and I feel like I'm bitching about it quite a lot but it was it was some good years
1: it's the best country in the world
2: I wouldn't you know there's, there's a reason things leave and not remain sometimes
1: Oh things change
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I'm gonna have to ask you Yay. to leave <laughs> still hurts still hurts no yeah, I'm gonna have to get that Dutch passport
2: oh well, yeah go, go find yourself a wonderful Dutch woman
1: I'm not too into the Dutch woman.
2: Do you want that passport or not? <laughs> no, I mean, Sometimes I, you I, have to make decisions. Of, there's plenty of
1: European countries, you know? There's plenty that's of, true,
2: that's true, that's true. Which, which uh, European country would you go for?
1: <sighs> See, I'm more in like, I'm more, if I'm looking at my ex girlfriends, there's more of persuasion towards Mediterranean countries mm. there, such as Greece and Spain.
2: Nice. Okay. Well, you have a pool to choose from.
1: Exactly, yeah. And then the good thing as well, they're more economically depressed. <laughs> they're looking shit. Looking to marry <laughs> up
2: <laughs> I, I do not agree With like that statement at all If that's ever I like, do
1: not endorse Yeah no at all My, my co-host Felix's no. statements here And I would <laughs> yep. like to make At this point A direct separation From his comments
2: Yes No please. thank you thank No you. of
1: course I was saying it ironically
2: mm, Yeah It's a good ironic humour Irony Irony Very it's important everything. Yeah.
1: How did you How did you manage With that in England Because that's That's a very big part of our culture is being able to say dumb shit and everybody knows that we don't mean it.
2: I've always been like that. On the contrary, I thought, because like France, we make a lot of jokes about a lot of things and it's fine. And I went to the UK and suddenly, you know, apparently that joke was racist or that joke. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I definitely like I became a lot more PC going to the UK. Oh, and yeah. I was in France. And now when I go back to France, I'm like, mother, you cannot say those things. <laughs> this is not so <laughs> okay. She's like, but
3: I'm joking.
2: And but I'm like, a, a joke, I'm like me. I mean, you called her an Arab because she stole something. I was <laughs> like, like, don't do that, mom. That's no. And yeah, so that's.
1: Yeah, that's that's a bit more like those kind of directly racist offensive, things. Offensive, yeah. Like, for example, in France and in Spain and uh Italy, also in Belgium as mm-hmm. well, you call like a corner shop a packet yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, in England, I would never fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, when, that's when I first heard that I, from my friends yeah. saying it, I was like, what the, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah. I beg your pardon?
2: Um, I actually call it the Arab in France, which I now, like, and I can't believe I didn't realize that was offensive until I moved out. Because because everyone around you just calls it like that. You don't... Mm. And even my friends who were Arab called it like that. And I was a bit like, you know, it was so normalized. And then I kind of got my head out of my ass. And I was like, oh, that's not absolutely okay. Now, every time I go, like, to France, I'm like... Yeah, the ball buster <laughs> I'm just, they're like nope can't say that
1: yeah um, exactly I think it's more in England like in terms of directly taking the piss out of your friends yeah that's where the culture exists more. I mean
2: I love that honestly like if I insult you it's probably because I care about you a lot I've always kind of been like that I don't really like the but yeah so it's definitely I got used to that quite fast and I actually felt quite comfortable but that's about it but and um because I don't have that many songs by the way, hmm. <laughs> I only started writing um, two months ago, three months ago. So everything I've made.
1: But you were doing improv ukulele before then?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was, but I was more doing like covers and stuff like that and like doing improv. And like, I like doing improv, but I never got into like songwriting and I never performed in front of anyone apart hmm. from my friends, like proper song I wrote or anything before I moved to Amsterdam. Uh, and, and I, I, and you know, when you start writing songs, you're like, Everything sounds like a cliche, like whatever you do. And so I'm trying to like approach things with humor and I, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to try to take something really soppy and write a Valentine's day song, but make it super sarcastic about how capitalistic it is.
1: And this is the one you're going to perform now.
2: No, actually, no, I'm no, that is way too personal. There's like some very graphic things in there that I don't want to share with the public, but I shared it with one particular person Um, but no no the song I'm going to perform is actually about um, moving around quite a lot because when I went to the UK I became friends with a lot of people and then I kind of
1: of course you did mate
2: you have to at one point.
1: Enigmatic, you know, likable character. That's Stop it. it. Stuff yeah. at you.
2: Stuff it. <laughs> Again, told you, not good with compliments. I will insult you if you're doing too much. Um and Perfect. yeah, and I, I kinda um, I moved out, I went to Amsterdam. I fucking loved it here. I was a bit not doing so well mentally when I was in the UK, so that was definitely fresh style for me, which is cool. And then I went back to the UK and like I this as a person I was really, really close to and like I just couldn't recognise him anymore. It was so weird, it was in the space of like three months. And just, you know, like we literally used to live together. We're like best mates. And then I looked at him and I was like, you've become a cunt. Like, you've become so, like, I don't know, like closed minded and stuff. And the song was kind of like, as somebody about who that.
1: you used to be best mates with.
2: Yeah, yeah. We used to live together. We like traveled Throughout around the whole together. Of uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, my best, that's, best guy that's mate. That's a
1: serious realization.
2: Yeah. And, I and mean, it's he... tough as well
1: when you have like so many mutual friends. Yeah. And you can't just like cut it off. So, like, you have to somehow maintain contact with that person i mean
2: no, it's fine actually because like i we don't live in the same he lives in bristol and like he did fuck me over a few times but um but yeah and i kind of like I, I went back to Amsterdam, and i was like it's really funny like you're and that's one sentence in, in that song is like you're grieving somebody who's like still here and it's you're grieving like the person you used to know and that person doesn't exist anymore and it's a really weird thing to wrap your head around because you know when you're especially uni you think like Anyone you're with, that's going to be your mates for life. Like, nothing's going to change. Mm. But you take, like, what, three months? Someone you knew by heart, and then you don't recognize them anymore. And it's really weird to have a conversation with them. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about um, in that song. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a bit, it's always a bit weird to be moving around quite a lot. Because, honestly, my friends from Paris, my best friend Justine, I've known her since I was two and that was my whole life. So I was used to having friends like very continuously and knowing them and changing with them. But it was the first time like I saw someone it really hit me like a ton of bricks that I don't really care about you anymore. And I don't, there's mm. nothing left. So yeah, that's kind of like what it's about. There's
1: always loads of different reasons why you don't care about somebody anymore. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, <clears throat> it's like a direct thing like that mm. where you realize that the person actually is just not a very good person. Mm and you've outgrown them a bit yeah. and that there's been multiple... Hurry,
2: <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
1: you, <laughs> Just kidding, mate. Doing all right. Um, yeah, well, there's like all those times where they've actually treated you in a bad way and it's like directly done things to you which were horrible or you just see that they're treating other people horribly or yeah. you just don't enjoy their company anymore yeah. because they're so negative all it the didn't time. They make you
2: feel uncomfortable. Yeah, or
1: there's just people who like, you just kind of drift away from naturally yeah. and you don't see them for a long time and then it's yeah. like when you do see them, you realize that you've... You don't necessarily dislike the way they've treated you or the way they treat other people. But it's just you are very different people yeah. now. That time in your life where you were good friends and you were very close friends, you might have seen them every single day, is now gone. And when you see them now, it's like, fuck, like, we're really so like different how we, yeah. Like, how did we... Like, how do we get there?
2: But that's what I like, is like, you know, there's so many people are obsessed with, like, romantic love. And they make so many things about you know, people breaking your heart and all that. But, like, I think a friendship ending, whether because you fucked up and the person told you, I don't want to be friends with you anymore, or the person fucks up, and, you know, I think that hurts twice as much. Because, like, okay, romantic things, you know you're not going to stay your life with someone, but a friend, like, that's a freaking investment. Like, I will die for my friends. Like, whatever, like, my I would literally do as much as I can to make them right happy. Right Yeah. I will never use this expression
3: ever. <laughs> um, but
2: yeah, you know what I mean? And, like, I think it sucks that most things are about romantic shit and, like, be like, oh, someone broke my heart. No, it's like, no, like, I lost a friend. That hurts. And I can't explain why. And that's, like, the really niche feeling, you know? Mm. So, yeah, that's what this song is about.
1: That's beautiful. Do you want yeah. to play it now?
2: Uh, yeah, go ahead. Wonderful. Yeah, okay,
1: this will be the last song. Thank you very much, on Angelique. It's been an yeah, absolute pleasure. Thank you. Been Good a darling me. guest. And uh, yeah, hope to see you soon again. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Maybe at a party at one point.
1: It'll be a party. Yeah. There's many parties. It will be out. many, We've many already parties. Heard the, the lineups <laughs> looking stacked. Lovely.
0: He knew how to out well. the cusp of the starry night In the poolside in Dubai Crushed two years of desire Now both streams on fire I don't know if i give you what you really need Maybe we both on this, something that was never here, but it's too late for a fight, it's too i unable to grasp the game before we play When you said the wrong name, you said the wrong name You see your teeth in the shower Broken faces and liars I shouldn't know better than to make my friend alone. Because I don't know if i give you what you really need Maybe we both want something that was never here But it's too late for a fight It's too late It's too late to write back It's too late Keep pretending you're here, but all I know is disappear. The promise I made out of fear, and to keep you near. It's funny I never knew it was possible to grieve somebody who's here. Cause it's too late For this fight It's too late It's too late To ride back It's too late It's too late For the fight It's too late It's too late To go back It's too late It's too late It's too late It's too late. I'm falling. 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 I'm falling. But it's so